With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again for another episode of our Transfer Insight series. The show in which I'm joined by an expert guest to talk about a player that's been linked with the club. I'm very happy today to be joined by the Birmingham uh, Birmingham Live correspondent for Aston Villa, Ashley Priest. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, expert guest. I quite like that. Uh, don't know about that, Tom, but yeah, <laughs> needs to be on the channel. For next time, I'll I'll dial it down next time you're on, uh, just to, <laughs> just for the sake of it. Um, no, good to have you on the show, mate. Glad to glad to speak with you. It's an interesting couple of days or few days, I suppose, we've got left of the January transfer window with these kind of links cropping up out of nowhere. We're talking 20 days ago and Douglas Louise wasn't really being mentioned in Arsenal circles. He is now. And a lot of it is, of course, linked with Aston Villa's own pursuit of Rodrigo Bentico from Juventus. Yeah. Kind of tell me your your latest kind of understanding of, of both situations. Well, I asked Gerard this last week. What's the latest with Douglas Louise? Given Villa have extended contracts to Amy Martinez, 2027. Courtney Horses signed a new deal. Douglas Louise contract, contract situation, 17 months left to run. A decision, a decision needs to be made on him. So he remained quite, quite coy about it. Um, reading between the lines, Gerard wants more from Douglas. And um, I'm getting the feeling, given Arsenal's keenness, Edu likes Douglas Louise, knows him really well. I think Arsenal could come on strong as we enter the last few days of the window. And it all depends if Villa want to cash in. Obviously, Villa going hard on Rodrigo Bentancourt. They want him in. I expect that deal to be done. Uh, £20 million, negotiations ongoing with that one. So, yeah, Douglas is a bit of an enigma uh, in terms of how he's very standing among supporters. I like him personally. I think he'd suit mm. an Arsenal as well. Very classy footballer. We'll get to that more shortly. But in terms of Villa's situation, they're just, they're just seeing, seeing what, what comes about. I mean, the reports that out is that they've had a £30 million bid rejected from an unknown Premier League club, not being Arsenal. So there's interest in Douglas. We know Arsenal's interest. It all depends if the Gooners step it up now and go in hard to get him. He is available. 17 months left on his deal. He's, he's not going to sign a new one. Gerard told me last week. So balls in Arsenal's court if they're going to come to that with an offer. I'd be sad to see him go if he does decide to leave. Because I've been told by people close to him, he's settled in Birmingham. As well, since Villa, since Villa got promoted as well, Tom, only Tyro Mings has played more Premier League games. So, mm. And he was, he was absolutely key when Villa, got, when Villa stayed up as well. Um, and he's a firm fixture in this Villa lineup. Villa have had an injury blow with Marvis Nakamba as the pivot, number six in midfield. Douglas, Douglas has had to fill in that, that position. He's more of a number eight. And um, he'd be doing well for me, but Villa fans can't, some Villa fans can't see it, but um, he does divide opinion. But yeah, the ball's in Arsenal's court now, Tom, it really is. Why does he divide opinion? Why do you say that? What What's splitting the fan base about him? He, he coached through games, to be honest. Sometimes he can find it quite quite easy. I mean, look, if you look at John McGinn, for example, Tom, John McGinn mm. gets stuck in, he steams through players, really wants it. I mean, he's, his calamities he covers, he's, he's unbelievable. He's Douglas Suiz, he's very much nice on the eye. Um, very relaxed football, a lot Brazilians are. Very, very 
very silky, satin yeah. style. And um, and Villa won that little bit more. I mean, if you give uh, if you give supporters a player who Villa want, uh, supporters want, it'd be Ease Basuma tomorrow, a uh, mm. player of that ilk. So, and Douglas Louise, yeah, he does divide opinion given his. He doesn't really command um, boss games, Tom. He doesn't really. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a man of the match every week. He's a seven out of ten every week, um, if that. So I think that that's the reason why he does divide opinion. But I, I, personally, watching him week in week out, I think he's very classy, and I think Villa paid fifteen million pound for him. I think he's only twenty three as well, Tom. Twenty three. Yeah. He's been around the block, and I, I like him a lot. So we've seen this thirty million pound bid rejected. Reports of that. I think he's worth more than that. How much do you think that Villa would take before they kind of, you know, say yes to a deal? Well, I think his valuation will probably come down in the summer. You know, if a deal doesn't get done, doesn't get done now, obviously left twelve months relying on his deal. Villa will look to take a tidy profit on that. Paid fifteen million pounds for him from Man City in twenty nineteen. Done really well. He clock up hundred Premier League appearances before that. So you're talking north of 30, 40 million pounds in this window if you're looking to take him. With Villa going hard for Ben Dancourt, that's looking 20, 25 million as well. There could be one in, one out in that sense. So I don't know. What's will Arsenal go for it? Do you think? What's your, what's your feeling, Tom? And what's the feeling amongst the fan base? The feeling here is very much that Arsenal are very hesitant to kind of spend money unless they are absolutely sure on a player. And I mean, just listening to you there, Ashley, talking about kind of uh, Douglas and, and, and what he does, I think that the idea that maybe sometimes he coasts through games, that maybe he's not as influential in games as, as Aston Villa sometimes maybe need him to be on a more consistent basis, mm. that could be enough to say, put off someone like Mikel Arteta who wants full commitment from his players 110% of the time. He wants players that are going to press to harry the opposition uh, players. And I think that when you look at the player that he's probably going to replace, you're looking at Granit Xhaka as the yeah. player in kind of that number two to play alongside Thomas Partey. Granit Xhaka, again, he's not the most mobile of players in the world, but what he's good at is kind of, you know, delivering those passes consistently out to the left flank and progressing the play forward as much as he can. But defensively has come unstuck. You know, he's not great with his recovery pace. He's not as disciplined in his positioning as he possibly could be. Do you think that, in because you, you described him as more of an eight, Douglas Louise. So do you think that replacing Xhaka is, it's not really a like for like, is it? But do you think it's a step up in that position for Arsenal? I think so, yeah. I mean, you look at Zaka now, he's been at the club a long time, hasn't he, Tom? Um, mm. I think he's, he's run his course there. Not not the player he once was, I think we can all agree to that in terms of Granny Zaka, good player on his day. But yeah, I think Douglas Luiz, he's 23, um, and he's got a lot to give you. I think I said this last week, he's ceiling so high. Mm. He's, a, he's a Champions League pedigree performer. Um, he can easily do that job. So it all depends on if he fits in with Thomas Partey. I think Partey and Douglas... I'm looking at it, I think that, that, that looks quite well. Yeah. But yeah, we haven't seen Douglas in the number eight too often for Villa. He's had to fill in as a six, given the injuries to Nakamba and people like that. So further forward as an eight, he has looked devastating at times. I mean, when, when he burst on the scene, when we first bought him, he, he rattled in a few goals in the top corner from 25 yards. Really good. And he, yeah. his scoring stats haven't, haven't been nowhere near that. So but yeah, he's, he's got three assists this season, mainly from corners. Villa's corner, ta uh, corner kick taker. Very good technically as well. Very good technically. Rarely, rarely loses the ball. Good in tight situations. I mean, against Man City as well, he had Rodri and all, white, white bodies all over him. He, 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 got, he got out of that situation. So he's very good. Um, and yeah, I like him. Some of the fans don't. Um, they don't see what he offers, don't see what he brings. And it's coming to that crunch time now. 
17 months left on his contract. No update regards to that. Villa could cash in. I was told by your colleague on the channel, Chris Wheatley, last, last summer. Mm -hmm. Roma were very keen on him. Roma, close to joining Roma, in fact. So the, the, the suitors there. And it's clear Edu has a liking to Douglas Luiz, knows him well from the Brazilian setup. That's clear as day. So it all depends if Villa want to shake hands with Arsenal. If Arsenal come in, how strong will they come in for him? But there's a there's a player there. I mean, yeah. he's all on the line. I mean, when 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 Villa survived in that summer, Project Restart, Douglas was the best player by, by a mile. Um, and I don't know if, he, if he's losing his way a little bit of Villa now. Been there a good few years now. Well, it's time to move on, but. I personally wouldn't like to see that. I think there's so much more to come from Douglas Louise. And yeah, like you say, will Arsenal come in strong now? Do you think that it's, it's a bit of an odd one seeing Arsenal go for a Villa player? Not in the sense that like that the players aren't good enough, but in the sense that Aston Villa have showed their ambition to try and, and compete with Arsenal in the market. We obviously saw that in the summer of last year with, with Emi Buendia. Yeah. Arsenal were interested in him, although their priority was Martin Odegaard. They clearly wanted him enough to put a bid in to Norwich yeah. at the time for, for Buendia. And, and Aston Villa had laid plenty more groundwork ahead of that deal, more so than Arsenal when they got it over the line. Um, it looks like there are sides, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in any of these assumptions, that want to look at Arsenal as where they want to be in their next stage is, you know, competing for European places. And if they can get to that stage and establish themselves, who knows, push themselves even higher up the up the table and even eclipse Arsenal possibly. Yeah. So if Douglas Luiz is a player that is considered, you know, one of the better players in the squad, would it be counterproductive to that strategy to then allow Arsenal to come in and, and say, take him off their hands? 100%. You make a, such a good point there, Tom. Like you say, Villa are scrapping to, to compete with to, to an overlap. Tottenham, Tottenham Arsenal's, Leicester's, mm. they want to get above them. Um, Gerard's, that's Gerard's aim from now until his contract. So he wants to get that next season. So I think you, you spot on. Villa are, would, would sell to a, a direct rival in, in that in that regard. I know Arsenal fans are probably saying Villa are our rivals. We're looking further afield. But look at the state of it over the last couple of seasons. Not been too much between them. Um both in terms of games and league positions as well. So I think Villa are 10 points off Arsenal as it stands. Mm. Lots to play for. I think Villa, Arsenal come to Villa Park soon as well. And yeah, you send to a dollar at Robin. That's, that's something Villa, Villa don't want to happen. So in terms of that, I think you're spot on. That could be a stumbling block if Arsenal do come in. But like you say, it could, could boil down to the player himself. Could he fancy himself moving on to Arsenal uh, and kickstarting his his career, but we'll see. I mean, mm. these Bentancourt negotiations are rumbling on now. Um, it's just a nightmare in terms of trying to cover it and, from my part, part. From my part, so yeah. yeah, a lot to play for. In how many days left? Four days left of the window. Um, if you ask me now, I've got feeling. I think Douglas stays uh, for now, um, and then hopefully his, his future is ironed out in due course. Yeah, I agree with you. That's my feeling as well. Is I don't think my feeling is. And I was speaking to our colleague Guy Clark before we came on air, and our feeling is that we don't think anyone's going to come in between now and the end of the window. Arsenal do have a habit of pulling signings out of the bag in the final yep. kind of hours. We saw it with, with Tommy Asu in the summer, and we saw it with Thomas Partey the year before. But that was obviously a release clause situation with Partey. That won't be the same with Douglas and. And obviously, we've got to see a situation where the two clubs have got to agree on a deal. We've got to agree with the player and sort all that. And it seems like time is going to be against this deal massively to try and, and get it done. But there is also the the incentive, I suppose, from Villa knowing that his price in the summer will be probably considerably lower, knowing they'll only have 12 months left. And it's a really good opportunity if they can bring in Bentoncourt to let a player leave, have this new replacement paid for and have a, you know, of, of a, in the black in regards to how much yeah. money they've made on the deal. So I think that, 
could swing things. But as you say, I agree with you that this it looks very unlikely at this point. Just to kind of get your final question from you, Ashley, on this. Where do you kind of see, from your perspective, Aston Villa and Arsenal, say, in the next two years? Do you see the business that both clubs are doing? And you look at Arsenal, six young signings in the summer. They've got a really young, exciting team. Look to be improving all the time, but with an inexperienced coach that has come in for plenty of criticism during his time at Arsenal. Mm. You now yourselves have got a coach with not vast amounts of experience, but has shown plenty of potential from his time at Rangers and some excitants coming in, but still... Players like Grealish, players like maybe like Douglas Luiz in the future could still move on. Mm. Where do you kind of see that gap? Do you see it closing, maintained, or do you see Arsenal maybe pulling away with the young stars that they've got? Well, yeah, I, mean, I hope, hope so. It's closed, the gap. Um, there is a gap there. I mean, a few years ago, there was nothing in it, wasn't that? Going back to the mm. Martin O'Neill days now, they were competing, competing well with Arsenal, and Arsenal were in a better place back then as well. So... I think hopefully the better days that have come for both clubs, Tom, for Arsenal and Villa. Mm. It's not good enough. Two big giants in this league and we're being outdone by the logs of West Ham's and stuff are really kicking on, aren't they? Leicester yeah. stars winning a trophy last season as well. So, yeah, I think we are competing with each other now. I think we've seen that in the summer. Emi Buendia, he's really kicking on now as well. He's a player, I think, an Arsenal could root in this, you know, he's really coming on strong. Mm. Um, and yeah, the Smith Road stuff was... It was called comical, wasn't it? Villa Villa wanted him, and yeah, there's no doubt that happening, but yeah, we, we never know what, what truly happened there. But that was quite good, good to watch from the outside. But yeah, in terms mm. of the Villa's perspective, they want to be competing and overlapping the Arsenal's and Tottenham's of this world. So I hope so. And I think Arsenal hope not, and I hope Arsenal want to kick on to a, a new level. I hope you hope be competing for Premier League titles again. So, but yeah, you asked me that question. I think Villa and Arsenal, especially with Villa's backing now as well, and Villa are mm. key players, I think. If you're attracting a player, I think you're having the talk with Arteta or Gerard. Not much in it, is that? In terms no. of persuasion. Mm. Gerard can, can put it on strong and Arteta can as well. But there's not much there now. It's two two managers have got to prove themselves again. So um yeah, I mean I think it'd be a nice little rivalry to follow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I look forward to the next one. The narrative between Aston Villa and Arsenal when the fans go at each other, we've seen yeah. it happen online plenty. So it's going to be an interesting game when it comes around to it. Ashley, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, mate. Tell people where they can find you and, and follow you for the updates. Yeah, I'm on Twitter quite a lot, at Priest Observer, and I'll, I'll give the Arsenal way a follow as well. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. We will see you listeners very soon for the next update. We'll be keeping you all clued in with everything that's going on in the world of Arsenal's transfers. And who knows, maybe a Douglas Louise deal happens before the end. Although uh, I agree with Ashley, I think it's probably quite unlikely at this stage. Thank you for tuning in. Do drop the video a like if you've enjoyed it and subscribe to the channel and help us on our way to 10,000 subs. Thank you for your support so far. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh, yeah.